I'm David Mason, the Director of Public Health for the Town of Sandwich, and we're doing PSA number... 34. 34, all right. The, uh, and we will start with Chief Burke, uh, where our status is as of today. Uh, thanks, Dave. Good morning, everybody. As of today, uh, we are down to three cases, which is good news. We did have uh, a peak of about 16 to 17 cases in the last 10 days, but we've been able to move some people into the recovery. So we have three active, 136 recovered, and the three deaths so far. Okay, it should be noted, though, as far as we are, you know, our town, based on our risk assessment per the state, we are we are in the green uh, in order to get back into the white we need to have three consecutive weeks of numbers that would put us back into the into the white so we're looking to do that there's benefits to that because it allows us to proceed in the phasing as the governor opens up the phasing so we want to we want to get back to the white at this point the um, just a, a quick a uh, couple quick things uh, Halloween uh, as far as I know, there's been a lot of chatter about Halloween, and is the town going to prohibit Halloween? Uh, there's, we've put out a, a couple press releases on that. Uh, there'll be a, a uh, slide associated with that also uh, put up in this PSA. Uh, we're not prohibiting Halloween. Uh, there is guidance for Halloween. We're asking people to, again, wear a facial covering, which may occur just because of a mask during Halloween. Um, but to wash your hands, and we're asking those uh, handing out uh, treats to also wear a facial covering and wash your hands also. You know, if you can keep your door propped open so they're not knocking on the door and opening the door and you control that, just put some controls in place to minimize contact at that point. The, um, just another item from the state, uh, as far as where they're seeing the, the uh, largest amount of cases. Uh, right now it's household transmission, uh, and a lot of that household transmission has to do with healthcare facilities, uh, hospitals. Uh, college and universities are a big one, and I know uh, Chief Burke and I were just talking about that uh, prior to the start of this. Uh, as we move into the fall, what's our concern about colleges and universities? Yeah, and I think the uh Thanksgiving holiday is a target uh, that we're looking at. People are definitely going to be coming home. So, you know, a bunch of the cases that we saw were college-age kids that had contracted the, the virus um, outside of Massachusetts and then came home. Um, and again, those numbers do count for us, unfortunately, and it's by residence when you get tested as to what address you put down. So we're definitely still seeing that, and, and the concern I think that we have, uh, and rightly so, I think is the Thanksgiving holiday with uh, a, a flood of kids coming back for a significant period of time. Most colleges were smart, uh, and they have an extended winter break um, through Christmas starting at Thanksgiving. I think that's a fantastic idea to provide some distance for four to six weeks, uh, but again, it's on our radar, something that we need to watch as it approaches. So the, as, we, as we see that, um, as we move towards Thanksgiving, um, I'm going to use the term, uh, have a plan. 
uh, you know, just as it's been advertised, have a plan for voting. Have a plan uh, for when uh, your kids are coming home from college. Some, are, some colleges are testing. Uh, one, you're going to be able to need the test to get back into Massachusetts based on the interstate travel requirements, depending upon what state they're in. Uh, two, as far as take a look at their testing program, as far as bringing them into the house, you know, have a game plan, how you integrate them back into the family for that time frame. And keep that in mind if you're getting together with family for the holidays. Uh, you know, we know we're not going to be able to prohibit that. We're just asking people to be smart about how you develop a plan uh, to bring them back into the house. So, and just uh, just another thought. I mean, we that I had is uh, in what we're seeing uh, nationally. Also, um, we have spoken about uh, the after effects of having COVID. Uh, on our charts, we have always listed uh, people as recovered. I think we, we ought to actually, as a discussion, change that maybe, because uh, based on what we're seeing, uh, those people are actually, when we listed them as recovered, they're actually coming off a quarantine. Uh, we are still seeing individuals who have had COVID and having a lot of difficult uh, health issues after the fact. So. Technically, they're not recovered. Uh, and you may see some uh, things spoken to nationally, but locally, we are seeing people struggling uh, even months after they have had, uh, had been ill with COVID, I mean, as far as that. So it's something we kind of will adjust here. Yep. So. Uh, can I mention, Dave, just a couple things that the, the command team has on the, on the calendar? Obviously, Election Day, November 3rd. Um, we're going to have a pretty robust uh, response. We're going to have some lighting at each of the uh, polling places to light up the area. We're going to have the decon officers working again, deconning the voting booths. Um, there is early voting, I believe, starts the 22nd of October. Uh, there's mail-in voting, but we have that as one of our primary targets. Uh, November 14th, tentatively, special town meeting. Uh, we're going to be looking at that. Similar setup to the previous one in the spring, uh, looking at the gymnasium. Uh, same decon officer set up from the fire department to make sure uh, the microphones are wiped down. Uh, and the final thing I'll mention is we, we tested all municipal employees prior to them reopening. Uh, around May 26 was kind of the reopening date for the town offices. We did uh, our four-month antibody test follow-up October 9th. Uh, we did 150 municipal employees, including fire department staff. Uh, we ended up having four that showed IgG, which is a long-term antibody. Two of those we knew about because they were my employees. Uh, but we did have two new town employees who were tested in May that were negative that did show IgG, which is the long-term antibody. Uh, and they were asymptomatic when we, when we talked to them about any illnesses between May and October. And we had one IgM, which is an early stage uh, antibody, and that town employee was nasal PCR tested. We had a 30-hour turnaround. That test was negative, and that individual is following up with their primary care. So out of 150 uh, employees, we had five that were not negative, um, which kind of falls within the average that we've been seeing, anywhere from 2 to 3%. Anytime we do testing, we find um, somebody that is not negative. And, and again, we do a pretty robust investigation as to uh, who they were with and illnesses and, and travel, et cetera. So, uh, we do plan on uh, doing that again uh, coming up in January for our town employees. 
And the final thing I'll mention is we are working right now on um, an antigen test. It's a 15-minute rapid nasal swab antigen test. Uh, we have some samples coming in today. It's uh, a good four to six weeks out, uh, at least, and we're waiting for FDA to give it the EUA uh, approval. But we have an early lead on these. We're going to take a look at them and see if, uh, you know, if they provide um, another testing mechanism for us. And I think in a future PSA, we're going to outline the testing again. We've done it once, but we'll do it again. The differences between antibody testing, antigen testing, nasal PCR, you hear all these terms thrown around, and I think uh, it'll be time shortly for another refresher on that with, uh, with the kids coming back at Thanksgiving. Very good. And uh, as far as the antibody testing, that was part of uh, the program in order for this town, which I believe we're still the only one in the Commonwealth, open to the public. Uh, and that was part of uh, the program in order to get open to the public offering that antibody testing. Yep. So the, the, what the antibody testing shows, it's obviously it shows if you've been exposed to the virus, but on a more important level, it shows the control measures you put in place in the opening in May how well those are being a adhered to, and b you know are we uh, are the are the numbers still down with these employees working for the last four months, and a lot of them in high traffic uh, environments with uh, part time residents, people traveling coming in, and and that's a pretty good that's a pretty good number when we look at this for four months of work, um, you know, and and out of 150 we have five that were non negative, and actually it's three because I knew about the two already because they were my employees, so. Again, I think it just shows that if you put the right control measures in place, social distancing, hand washing, hygiene, facial coverings um, in these town buildings, we can stay open. And again, that's been my goal all along uh, is the reopening of government and keeping things moving forward and, and what the testing showed us on the 9th of October so far so good with what we are doing. All right, and you also mentioned uh, the election in terms of what we're doing for that. Could you just go over again in terms of, because we do have a change in voting layout at the Oak Ridge and the Forest Hill School. I don't think we can probably say it enough, so. If yeah, we'll remind everybody, Taylor White did do a, a PSA video, I believe, on the change, but it's at the gymnasium at the Oak Ridge and Forest Hill School. And we tried out the flow in our testing of um, school staff in September. So we wanted to, we used it as kind of a dry run for what would happen with the election. So it's going to be the, it would be the left side of the building uh, with the small little bus loop. That will be the entry. Voting will occur in the gym, and then you'll exit out the back door. For those that are non-ambulatory mobility issues, there will be golf carts that can bring you to and from. And like I mentioned, um, we have three uh, portable lighting units coming for each voting precinct uh, to light up because November 3rd, it will be dark by 5 o'clock and the polls are open a couple hours past that. So we'll have plenty of uh, lighting available. And again, the staff inside, uh, fire department staff will wipe down all the voting booths um, each time somebody votes. So we're expecting obviously a large turnout, the mixture of uh, early voting, mail-in and in-person, but we're gonna be prepared for it. We've been planning for it. We did the dry run both in September and also in May with the, uh, with the special election. So I feel confident we're in, we're in good shape. All right, so uh, coming weeks, we'll be providing you the case updates as we go. Let's try and get sandwiched it back down into the white as a low-risk community, uh, and we'll be talking to you as we go regarding voting uh, and uh, testing as far as the types of tests as you, we come towards Halloween and your students are coming home, and town meeting coming up also. So we'll be providing more information on those subjects in the coming weeks. Have a good day. Thank you.